Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird here from uh, beautiful Largo, Florida. What did I do to my screen? Ah, there we go. Beauties of doing live. So much fun. We're really getting wild today. I've changed my color to gray as opposed to black. So I'm wearing a different color today, which is exciting. Dr. Stillman will be joining us shortly. Um, please like and subscribe, comment, ask questions. Uh, in the links below, you'll find all of our contact information. You'll also find uh, a link to an upcoming webinar we're doing at the end of the month on thyroid and the thyroid course that we're doing. You'll also find a playlist uh, of all of our podcasts that we've done. And we would love to hear about what you guys got going on or as far as like what you would like us to talk about. That'd be awesome to give us uh, some more content. We've got all sorts of content, but we uh, want to make sure that you uh, we're providing you with information that you actually want to hear about. Because a lot of times we end up talking to ourselves essentially. And that being said, today we're talking about the stress, heavy metal, blood pressure connection, right? The chicken and the egg, that sort of thing. And, you know, one of the most common things we see with people is blood pressure. And a lot of times people uh, will be looking for a magic answer and minerals definitely play a huge role in that. But a lot of times people don't want get to get to the actual root brass tacks of things, which is like, stress is a major uh component of that i actually just got a text message from a young lady i've been working with for a while who uh super busy uh i mean hair on fire in multiple different ways and you know on lots of supplements the whole deal but still couldn't get her blood pressure down and i just month after month like what are you doing to manage stress what are you doing to manage stress what are you doing to manage stress and then finally finally i got the text message i started taking my stress seriously and guess what my blood pressure is normal now how about that jim how about that I, how I about them apples jim I was telling people that I've gotten crazy today because I changed my color. I'm wearing gray instead of black. And you're wearing a dark color. That's very rare. What are you talking about? I wear dark colors all the time. No, usually you don't wear dark colors. It's usually like a lighter blue, usually. Sometimes. 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 Usually I'm the one wearing, you know, I'm usually the Johnny Cash guy, you know. Yeah, all black. Like I just soul. like dark. I just like dark colors because I like, I'm kind of a like a sloppy eater and I end up spilling stuff on myself all the time. And so if and it's just white, go with just, you, you were, you were on a roll. The Johnny cash thing made it cool. And now you're making it gross. That's true. That's true. I'm definitely not doctor. <laughs> I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not Dr. Stillman clean. That's for sure. You know, OCD is a really important quality in some people. Like you don't yes. want a neurosurgeon who is not a little bit OCD. Right. Uh, like my, our nurse, Michelle, is maybe a little bit OCD. And I'm so grateful for that because you do not want a nurse who's like, did I remember to do that thing? Or did I get the concentration right on that, you know, medication that's dripping into the patient's veins right now that could destroy their, you know, their life if I miscalculated the dose, right? So you want some OCD. And this is something that's really important on the topic of blood pressure and heavy metals is that what you're going to see is that people, there's, there's, there's a, uh, adaptive positive element to OCD, which is what I'm, I'm getting at here. And that creates more stress. Like you put an OCD person 
and and I shouldn't say OCD because there's an interesting. I mean, I, I, I talk about this a fair bit, right? The the psychiatrists are trying to pathologize everyone. You know, all of you now have something in the DSM five criteria that justifies some kind of medication being prescribed to you, which is insane. It's a you big, know, it's a big, big book, by the way, big book. It's huge. And it's really funny. That, I mean, funny, funny in a messed up way. Right. But one of the books on my shelf by John Virapin, death side effects, death, he was a pharma industry insider. And he said that, you know, I think it was the, the CEO or founder or president or whatever of one of the pharma companies, big ones. He said, our goal is to make everyone a customer. That is our goal. They're and doing a great job of it. Oh my gosh. It's so sick. They are. They're, they're really did succeeding. Did you, you know, see what's going around on the, uh, the truth? Did, did you see what's going around on the Twitterverse this morning? Or no, I guess Jim, it's I, or, I don't know what it's called. So I guess huh? it's come out that a certain uh, company that uh, had paid the highest medical fine or in, in history, uh -huh. um, gave their own employees a different uh, batch of the, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for, of the therapeutic uh, than the general population got. Therapeutic. <laughs> mm. They didn't get, I don't think they got free French fries for it though. So that kind of sucks. What about donuts? They, they, they hook them up with the donuts? No. So anyway, I what I was saying either, is, but I, but I will say if I hadn't eaten in several days and like we go to this place in, in, uh, north of here, uh, called Maggie Mays, if you're yeah. ever in the Largo area, there's a place called Maggie Mays. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll get a free breakfast out of this, but, um, yeah, right. they have this corned beef hash that is unbelievable. And if at mm -hmm. the time, if I hadn't eaten in several days and said, all you got to do is take this thing and you get, and I hadn't eaten like four, four or five days. Maybe, maybe just might have got me on that. Maybe because that corned beef hash is pretty good. Really Fortunately, well. it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Thank you. So God. anyway, um, what what they're trying to do is they're trying to pathologize any kind of uh, all kinds of normal behavior, and you have to understand yourself in order to put yourself in the right position to succeed in life. Whether you're talking about your blood pressure, your mood, your anxiety levels, right? So somebody who's super OCD and is really bothered by disorder. And again, I, I really keep, I keep saying OCD and I wish I didn't, but I've been conditioned clearly by the, by the medical industrial complex to say this, but if you're really detail oriented and it bothers you when things are out of place, if you really want things to be super neat and tidy, then knowing that about yourself is, is something you need to take into account. Don't take a job where everything is crazy and insane and overwhelming. Take a job where that becomes a strength and your boss is going to say things like they're so organized. They're so they're so on top of things. Nothing slips through the cracks. Everything is neat and orderly. Jim actually brought this up the other day. He said he had a, a motorcycle mechanic back in Lexington who's a mm. former F-16 mechanic. And if you moved so much as a nut or a bolt or a screw out of place in his shop, he would lose his mind. And that's exactly what you want in those professions, right? Because the last thing Jim can afford to have is his motorcycle. Yeah. Flying apart while I'm riding down the road. That's not good. Right. Let alone F-16 coming apart in the air. Right. And so this comes back to, to high blood pressure, right? Because if you are that kind of person and you put yourself in a situation where there's just a ton of chaos and insanity and it's impossible to keep things orderly and neat and tidy, expect yourself to fall apart. You can count on it. Right. 
Now, this comes back to heavy metals because one of the things you'll see in people who've been really damaged by heavy metals, aluminum, cadmium, mercury, uh, arsenic, for just a few examples, they're going to have more of these tendencies. They're going to be more, let's say, neurotic. They're going to be more concerned and anxious about things in general. And that's one of the reasons why getting people's mineral balance right is so powerful and impactful for their outlook on life and how they feel about the world because you fix these numbers and all of a sudden the brain starts to work better. There's a lot of other elements that, that play into this. Like for example, there's something called um, gluten psychosis, which is a psychosis induced by a cross reactivity between uh, uh, proteins in your brain and proteins on the uh, wheat protein molecule. So eating wheat triggers actual outright psychosis in these patients. It's related. Doctor, to would you would you say that like chronic stress or somebody that's not in a good place, you know, they're mm -hmm. not getting outside enough, they're not doing the things. Yeah, um, makes them more susceptible to like heavy metal and things like that. 100%. So that's kind of a chicken in the egg thing, and that's right. why, and changing, why changing your lifestyle yeah. is so important. Just focusing right. on getting the body healthier in general. And this is why people come to us and they say, "What's the cure for this? What's the cure for that? What do I have to do to do this and do that and do this and the other thing?" Right? And we say, "Look, slow down." relax, focus on what matters in your life, really decide what's important to you. Okay. Draw some healthy boundaries, get the things off your plate that you can't have on your plate because your plate is overflowing. Okay. Now your stress levels are reduced. Okay, great. Now we're going to add some healthy habits so that you can, your body will work properly to detoxify the elements that it's exposed to. One of the other things we actually want to talk about on some a morning live is there's this great article by Jen Margulis. For those of you who don't know who that is, she, um, I'm actually going to bring it up right now and share that it. All that is a solid last name. Isn't it? Margulis. What, what ethnicity is that? Do you know? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to actually share this, uh, on the screen real quick. Um, uh, so Jennifer Margulis, for people who don't know, is a really fascinating character who I've been following for a little while. She runs a sub stack. It's called Vibrant Life. And she was recently diagnosed with ocular melanoma. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's melanoma of the eyeball. The treatment for which, generally speaking, is what we call technically enucleation, which is a fancy term for having your eyeball removed. And she wrote this incredible article on, uh, whether or not contacts uh, that she's been wearing for 30 years may have created or contributed to this problem. What does this have to do with heavy metals and stress, et cetera, et cetera, right? One of the things we really stress with people, pun intended, is that they need to not only get stress out of their life, but get toxic chemicals out of their life. And she goes through this great, great summary of all the different toxins that are found potentially anyway in your contact lenses. And if you, you know, have a minute, go over to Jen's uh, Substack, subscribe, you know, she's this fighting this melanoma. I really wish her well. I, I wish her luck. Um, I hope you'll support her because, you know, she's trying to do some integrative and natural stuff that's never going to be covered by whatever insurance she has. And I hope that she beats, beats this thing. Um, but anyway, the point is when we get you into these healthy lifestyle habits, all these different problems start to respond because your body starts to remove these toxins. 
Does and, she get into? Uh, does she get into at all? Maybe how the light light environment. Uh, you know what's really me? funny is that when she posted about this the first time, I dropped a comment with my a link to my interview with Jay Montgomery, and yeah. I never heard back from her about that. But I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know her personally. Sure. And um, and I I hope she tunes into that because I remember writing a blog post a long time ago on the top risk factors for ocular melanoma. Um, and it's a really interesting list because none of them are, for those of you who don't know, um, ocular melanoma is interesting because it's a melanoma that arises in a part of the body where ultraviolet light doesn't readily penetrate. It's inside the eye, right? And UV light doesn't readily penetrate more than, you know, a few millimeters at most into the skin. And it doesn't penetrate well into the structures of the eye at all. And so when people say, oh, well, the sun causes melanoma, I say, do spoons make people fat? Right? I don't think this is a fair um, comparison or conclusion to draw because it's so much more complex than that. It's so much more multifactorial as Jen gets into with her, um, her article on contacts. And as we, we, you know, I talk about with things like heavy metals, people will get sidetracked just looking at their heavy metals without considering organic pollutants, without considering a lack of water, without considering stress. We really have a very comprehensive view, you know, I would say the two of us on why someone's blood pressure is high. But with intraocular melanoma, as I was saying, there's absolutely no way that it's a, it's a sun related disease because it has nothing to do, or the sun is, it's really not an area where the sun can, uh, can access. Right. And it's one of the, I think the, I I was referring to the fact that maybe the contact was black blocking certain frequencies of light that, Mm, um, no, that's possible. Yeah. That that I needs, you know? Yeah, it's possible. So, but yeah, all the chemical, you know, is there chemicals in the solution that you clean your, your contacts with oh, there's or... chemicals straight up in the contact lenses in the contact lenses themselves interesting oh, yeah very interesting so um where is it where is it in this article again go go support jen so that she can continue to do this kind of interesting work um yeah i mean there's fluorine and uh, perfluorinated uh, i can't wow. remember the acronym pfas uh, pfas are bad i'm sure putting fluoroalkyl substances there's some of the there are some of the forever uh, chemicals that never break down or rarely break down in history or in the in the body and in nature. So, anyway, yeah. There's an interesting term that popped into my head, uh, just generally that uh, you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's Absolutely, a line out, yeah. out, of, out of a song. I think it's out of a song. I can't remember the tune of it, but. A lot of people aren't willing to check themselves before they wreck themselves. You know, oh, people will be looking for all the magic things. And usually the answer to their solutions is within themselves, right? Yeah. And if you don't have a good, if you're not good, uh, you have good emotional health, good spiritual health, have a good relationship with yourself, you're going to do a lot of things that are going to wreck you, essentially. Right. Right. That's why. I'm, well, it's just like in strength and conditioning. I, you know, when someone has an elbow issue, I don't look at the elbow. I look at the whole body, right? Because the body works together as a unit, right? It's the same thing with awesome. with health, right? You, you you know, if you got a liver problem, you look at the whole system. You don't just look at the liver, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. You're going to be on uh, with Allison Morrow next Thursday, which is going to be really fun. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a good time. Um, yeah, we're going to have that link we'll be able to share. So you, we're actually going to replace our Monday Morning Live on Thursday of next week with uh, he's going to be on with Allison Morrow, who used to be a, a CNN anchor, I believe. She was a mm -hmm. big time media person and then kind of got frustrated with the system and bailed and did her own thing. Yeah, imagine so, that. great lady. Dr. Stillman was on her show uh, already. Um, you can you can search that in the search, and I think it's on his channel. It's on his lives if you want to go watch it on there. But it's a great it's a great interview. It's a great discussion if you want to watch that. But uh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, we'll have a good time. We had a great conversation last time. Yeah, she's a neat lady. Yeah, absolutely. So um, to take it back to heavy metals. I think we, I hope we've gone all kind of all over the place here, but that's because we don't just, I think it's been fun. I've actually quite enjoyed it. It's been, we hope it's you're having a good time. If you like the fact that Jim and I have, you know, ADHD on these, just let us know in the comments. Otherwise we'll try and keep it tighter. Well, I have a, I have a weird combination of ADHD and obsessive compulsive disorder. You know, it's like I'm kind of scattered, but then on certain things, I'm like a pit bull. Once I grab it, you know, like oh, yeah, but we see that in all of our hyper successful people, you know what I mean? And so like as a strength and conditioning coach, I think it's fair to say that you're, you're hyper successful. Um, you know, you have people calling you who there's certain that? things that I just will not allow slide. There's some things like when I train sure. somebody, I'll be like good enough for now, but there's certain things as far as lifestyle and things sure. like that. I'm like, if you don't get this in order, like you're not going to get better. And I just hit it with a hammer over and over and over again. But I think like I was saying, all of our all of our extremely successful people, if you ask them if they have something that they just can't let go of, it's there's an absolutely yes for all of them. And it's part of their success, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, the things that make you successful are usually the things that kill you. In many respects, yes. So we actually have to really work with people to help them figure out if they're spending their time, their energy, their resources in an appropriate way, because they're also the things that will distract you from the things that will really make you miserable. You know, well, it's just example, being able to being able to hyper focus and then being able to hyper relax. Most people get stuck. Well, but not only that, you know, we'll see people who they're doing everything right, they're doing all the things, they eat healthy, they only eat organic. And then you that know that creates stress. No, I, that's not where I was going. Actually, it's it's where like, you know, for example, out of the blue, you know, their marriage will fall apart because they are hyper focused on their business and they're not making enough time for their wife right or little billy ends up in rehab oh we had no idea right oh, we didn't know i can't believe he didn't tell me you know and that's one of the reasons why we talk about feelings with patients because one of the you know big red flags for me when someone's not getting the results they want is how do you feel about this what are your feelings what's going on with your your emotional state people who can't uh, who can't, it, it's called alexithymia. Alexithymia is where you can't articulate your emotions. A lot of people wind up with serious, serious psychological and physical problems because they do not manage their emotions well. And it's not so much about managing the emotions as it is about feeling them and dealing with them in an appropriate way. Um, 
and feeling them is the first step in order to figuring out what to do about them. Yeah, and in order to get rid of them, in order to get rid of them, you have to feel them and not push them down. Right. You you get it out like a kid that cries, you know, it gets upset, it cries, mm -hmm. and then five minutes later it's happy. You know, and, right. and a lot of times as adults, we don't do that. Right. And a lot of that is about adaptation, right? You know, if you, for example, if, if uh, most healthcare workers, I, I think they suppress their emotions in order to be able to continue to do their job. Because when you talk to them about how they really feel about the way the system treats them and their patients, it bothers them deeply. This is part of why patients see so much pathological behavior in their providers. They know they'll say things like they never listen to me. They don't care. So I will hear stories of, pay, of, of doctors trying to drug patients with things that the patients don't really want. You know, these are very toxic behaviors, very toxic attitudes. They're being inculcated in the doctors and nurses by a toxic system that's being rot. It's rotting from the head. You know, the administrators, the, the, the hospital administrators, the hospital higher ups, the um <clears throat> the government bureaucrats dictocrats regulatory agencies i mean these are the scum of the earth they're the most evil people on the planet they're turning a healthcare system into a disease management and perpetuation system that's really what the american medical system is but anyway amy asks do the forever chemicals displace minerals that's a great question so um i don't know if i can really say definitively yes but because the forever forever chemicals in general, destroy life, they're going to displace or create an increased demand for minerals. Uh, and again, I, it's very hard. It's very hard to know. And one of the reasons why it's hard to know is that you have small concentrations of these things with very significant effects. That was one of the first books I ever read on the effects of toxic chemicals on life. It's called Low Levels, High Stakes by a woman named Claudia something. It was about multiple chemical sensitivity. And they point out that it takes very small quantities of these chemicals in order to really, really disrupt biology in a significant way. You're hearing more and more about this in the mainstream literature with endocrine disrupting compounds and things like that. People are waking up to this. So yeah, Quantum Biology Collective says, I think we all have ADHD brains. I think that's absolutely true. That's our good friend Meredith. If you haven't checked out the Quantum Biology Collective, go yeah, do that. Go we, we, contribute, we contribute a lot to their content and courses. Yeah. Um, I definitely think our modern lifestyle has poured gasoline on the ADHD brain, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. So we, we covered a lot of topics today. It was a lot. We did. But I think to sum it up in general, you know, Focusing on the health of overall organism is is the most important thing, whether you're dealing with blood pressure or pain or a wasp landing on your camera. Mm -hmm. um, all these things are uh, are essential for the, mm -hmm. for no matter what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Right. I agree. And on that note, I think we'll should we sign off, Jim? Yeah. All the links where you can find us are below. And uh, can you add a book club? Hmm. That's a great question. So Amy asks, Oops, I'm sorry. I can you that. add a book club podcast each week to talk a bit about your favorite books? I enjoy the recommendations. Maybe we should do that. That's a good idea. Oh boy. Um, yeah. Why don't we make that a book club book club? 
We'll figure it out, Jim. We can have one episode a week. That's a book club. Yeah, we'll do that. Specific tests that can detect PFAS in the body is what Michelle asks. The answer is not really no. I know somebody who's told me about somebody who's got this test, and uh, I don't know where you can get it. He was talking about mainstreaming it and, ta and, and marketing it and all that stuff. It'd be wildly popular, but I think the key with toxins to understand is that you're, you're actually better off, I would say, treating your body like it's got them and you need to get rid of them than wondering about what your absolute level is. So, yeah. I, I think right. people forget just how incredibly good the body is is detoxifying itself. Sure. I mean, but we're I doing it 24 hours a day, 365 yeah. days a year. Um, you know, the healthier you are, the better you're going to be at detoxing, right? But I also think that they don't understand how good the body is at hiding things. Well, yeah. So you'll, you'll see these patterns in people's, and this is part of what totally fools most clinicians about toxin levels. They say, oh, well, your blood level is normal. Therefore, you don't have any of these toxins in your system. That's not it's not your fat. Yeah, it's in your fat or it's in your bones. It's somewhere. Um, and that's part of why we do longer term toxin monitoring, like hair tissue mineral analyses tests or, you know, 24 hour urinary toxin level testing. I don't really do that much because I don't, I just don't, it's not convenient. But um, anyway, that's enough for today. Take care, everyone. Have a great day. Don't forget to get outside. Have a wonderful weekend. Spend some Have time a outside. Weekend.